that. <clears throat> Let's see. We want to study the role of prayer in evangelism. I think this is very vital for us to learn. The role of prayer in evangelism. A lot of us need to understand what prayer does to us in evangelism. What's the role? I've always said to us that prayer is a definite activity. Prayer is a definite activity as a church, as, as a minister of the gospel. You can't joke with prayer. You can't. It's, it's a definite activity. It's something that you cannot toy with. It's something you cannot joke with. Because when we pray, we have an audience with God. 1 John 5 verse 14. 1 John 5 verse 14. It makes us to understand. It says, and this is the confidence that we have that God, is. this is the confidence that we have in him. It now says that if we have that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And we know that he hears us, and whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. In First Peter 3 verse 12, it says we have the petitions that we desired of him. In First Peter 3 verse 12, 1 Peter 3 12, it says, For the eyes... It says, for the eyes of the Lord are all over the righteous, and his ears are opened unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. So prayer is the bedrock of Christian ministry. Prayer is bedrock of Christian ministry. Jesus was given to prayer. See, if you want to have a successful ministry, you want men to follow you, you want men to be receptive to your voice. You want to build a, 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 a foundation of a successful ministry. The bedrock of it is in prayer. And we are not going to be lazy in prayer. Prayer is the bedrock of Christian ministry. Look at Luke 5 verse 16 to 17. Luke 5 verse 16 to 17. Luke 5. Verse 16 to 17. Luke 5, verse 16 to 17. It says, Look at Jesus. It says that, And he withdrew himself into the wilderness and did what? And prayed. And it came to pass that as he was teaching the word of the Pharisee, something there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem, and the power of God was present to heal them. So, so in the morning, also look at in Mark, look at in Mark one verse thirty-five. So, like I said again, prayer is the bedrock of what? Of a Christian ministry. Look at Mark 1, verse 35. If we want to achieve the ministry of Jesus, we want to achieve the goal of getting men saved, getting men filled, we have to bet it in the place of prayer. 
and in the morning rising up and in the morning rising up a great while before day he went out and departed into a solitary place and there he did what he prayed even his apostles now the apostles has even learnt it in in at 6 verse 4 in at 6 verse 4 at 6 verse 4 at 6 verse 4 He says, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. So, the apostles prayed. Look at in Acts 1 verse 14. Acts 1 verse 14. He says, and this all continued in, 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 in one accord, in prayers and supplication, and with the women. And Mary, the mother of Jesus, with his brethren. So, the place of prayers cannot be jeopardized. Prayer is an important aspect in the ministry. It's very important. You can't be lazy in prayer. You are a minister of the gospel. You can't. Don't forget, what are we studying? The role of prayer in what? In evangelism. Because a lot of us, we just want to go and ooh, just preach without doing anything. That's why after you finish preaching, you are going to Subway. <laughs> I'm still on this Subway issue. <laughs> I, think that, I think that it's, it now demands prayer so that somebody has to pray me off the Subway issue. <laughs> so, they all continued with one accord in supplication. The place of prayer is a place of boldness. The reason you are timid, the reason you are shy, the reason you are feeling, don't let me stress this person, don't let me talk to this person, is because you have not prayed enough. It is a lack of prayer. It's a prayer gap. One of the major reasons many believers do not preach the gospel is lack of boldness. And in prayer, we receive utterances to boldly declare the gospel. We do. I remember when I was much younger, I used to be very timid. Very, very timid. I could break share in school, do everything in, 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 in school, do everything. In fact, I even called my teacher a monkey. <laughs> I looked at my dad and said, Sir, you look like a monkey. Ah, they beat. They beat my life to death. Ah. But when it comes to church, I'm that child that when they say, share memory verse, I cannot share it. I remember there was one particular year. They said you should share memory verse. Guess what I was to share? The Lord said to Moses, I am. That's all I could not share it. Now I'm sharing it. But there, I could not share it. And the Lord said, the title, my memory shall be taken from Exodus chapter 17, and the Lord said to Moses, I am. That's all. I got to the place, I said, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Everybody was already expecting something. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's how I kept saying it. Hallelujah. The title of my memory verse shall be, shall be, shall be, shall be. 
is taken from Exodus chapter 3 verse. Uh, uh, let's start for you. <laughs> let's start for you. That was me. No, I don't look like it, are we? Ah, but that was me. He got to a stage. See, as I was as I was doing shabby, shabby, hey, I just saw my mother as an usher at the back. My mother just put her head on the pole. <laughs> Meaning, those things mean differently. Meaning, you are either finished or I've given up on you. Or why did you choose to disgrace me? I don't know which exact one he meant as at that time. But you know, she was she was standing like that. I will never forget. She wore she wore yellow. Then the ushering clothes was yellow and black skirt. And that my mommy's yellow was polo yellow. So she looked like a man that day. <laughs> so she just stayed there. This is how she first stayed. She did like this. This is how she used to stand. Hmm. Then she'll be shaking her head like this. Hmm. As I just did shabby, shabby. Hmm. I just saw her on the pool. I had on, I had on the pool. I said, yeah. So, in fact, all the things I wanted to say in rapture, because I started thinking, what does this standing on the pool mean? Does it mean I'm dead? Does it mean... I didn't know. After she gave up on me, so after several attempts, she just said, see, if you want to progress, Go and pray against the spirit of fear. That was what she said. Now, she didn't know better. But that was what she said and that's what changed my life. He said, just pray against the spirit of fear. And that was it. I prayed. Thank God that time I started praying in tongues years ago. I prayed. And I found out that gradually, gradually I became bold. So, in the place, because I taught you, I'm mean, You've listened to supernatural boldness, right? In the place of prayer, boldness is bettered. Ah, our boldness is not because we learned public speaking. Our boldness is not because we took communications class. Our boldness is in the place of prayer. Look at Acts 4. Acts 4, verse 4. Look at Acts 4, verse 4. Let's see something. How be it, many of them which heard the word believed, and the number of men was about 5,000. It now says in verse 5, And it came to pass on the morrow that the rulers and elders and the scribes, and Annas the high priest, and Cephas, and John, and Alexander, and as many that were kindred of, of the high priest were gathered together at Jerusalem. In verse 7, it says, And they ascend them in the midst and ask, By what power or by what name have you done this? Look at in verse 18. They now told them. In verse 18, it says, They called them and commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Jesus. You know what you would have done? You would have said, They already warned us. Who. They already warned us not to teach and speak in the name of Jesus. I remember was a, there was the time I was talking to my pastor. I, I think... I went to his office, I think it was last year. And I said, sir, we are just going through opposition and all of this. He said, what do you expect? No, <laughs> that was what he said. He said, sir, we're just, he said, what do you expect? He said, you just pray now. You just use wisdom and pray. That does not stop what you are doing. I was still expecting him to say, sir, uh, what do you think? Give me, you know, 
Many of you used to expect that. Pastor will just say one magic word. Then when you just hear prayer, you just be disappointed. <laughs> just go and pray. You just say, ah, <laughs> why did I not even think in this direction before? <laughs> you know? So, oh, no, sorry, in it. <laughs> so in verse 18, it says, they called them and commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Jesus. Look at in verse 23. What did they do? In verse 23, look at what they did. It says they being let go and went to their own company and reported. And that's why the company, the fellowship of the brethren, I'm going to teach this year. Or, or, see, let me tell you, I've been looking for how we do that series. In fact, it was something I wanted to start this January. I, I placed it together, placed it side by side. It did not work well. But I'm going to work it very well. It's going to be on the local church. What it really means. I will start it from the beginning. Exegetically. I won't just tell you role of a local church. I will break it down. I, I've been looking at for how we do it. It's I'm being let go. They went to their own company. And reported all that the chief priests and elders had said to them. They reported of all they have said to them. In verse 24. He now says... And when they heard that, what did they do? What did they do, everybody? They lifted up their voice in one accord. And said, Lord, thou art God, which has made heaven and earth, and the sea and all that is in them. In verse 29, look at what, is, what, what they did in verse 29. It says, and now, Lord, behold thy threatness. Grant unto thy servant what? Grant unto thy servant what? That they might speak thy word and stretching forth thy hands to you, that signs and wonders may be done in the name of thy holy child Jesus. It says, And when they have prayed, the place was shaking. And when they have assembled together, they were filled with the Holy Ghost and spake the word of God with what? So, boldness is gotten in the place of prayer. It's not in. When you are praying for boldness, you are not praying like you are like you are not praying like you are in, in soliloquy. No, he said they prayed and the place shook. That could not have been a gentleman prayer. Are you getting what I'm saying? It could not have been a gentleman prayer. He says they prayed and the place shook. So that shows our prayerness, our boldness is gotten in the place of prayer. The reason you are timid, the reason you say, ah, I don't want to go to that person today. No, you pray. You are doing follow-up. You don't want to follow up on somebody. Why? Because you are scared of the person. The reason you are scared is a place of prayer. Some of you, you are thinking for your disciple. Oh, don't let me introduce prayer to this person. Don't let me do this to this person. It's because you are not praying. That is what is happening. You can't raise men with words, with mere words. That is like saying boss and employee relationship. But the work we have attained is not a boss and employee relationship. It is a supernatural one. You are making people student of God's word. It cannot be done by, sit down, listen to the word. Give, listen to SoundCloud. Just do this and that. The, no, it is in prayer. You compel people in prayer. 
Let me tell you something. Before I talk to you physically, I have talked to you in prayer. I first talked to God about you in prayer. That is it. That is it. Before I have come for this meeting, I have spent days waiting on the Lord in prayer. Interestingly, we are even fasting. Prayer. Days upon days. Hours upon hours. Because I know I want to come and address you. I want to come and talk to you. Prayer. In boldness is gotten in prayer. So that timidity, that I cannot talk to this person, that, let me take it gently, is because you are not praying. Look at in Ephesians 6, verse 18. Ephesians 6, verse 18. Ephesians 6, verse 18. Paul also asked the church for him to pray for him, to receive utterance and boldness. Look at Ephesians 6, verse 18. He says, Praying always with all prayers and supplications in the Spirit, and worship dear unto with all perseverance, and supplication for all saints. He says, And for me, that utterance may be given to me, that I may do what? That I may do what, guys? You're not talking. Open my mouth boldly. To make known the mysteries of the gospel of Christ. Boldly. Boldly to preach. Colossians 4 verse 3. Look at Colossians 4 verse 3. Colossians 4 verse 3. We are also praying for us that God will open to us a door of utterance to speak the mysteries of Christ for which I am in born that I may make manifest as I ought to speak. So that shows as you go and preach the gospel, as you are going for evangelism, there is an as we ought to. How about before you are going for outreach? Let's say you are going for outreach at 7. How about 6 p.m.? All of you have just prayed for utterance and boldness. You spent that praying. You just spent that praying. I want, see, there's a way I want us to do outreach this year. I don't want us to do outreach by, oh, we are going for outreach. We are going, no! Don't forget what we said in White Harvest. We are going to look for who? Disciples. So there is an as we ought to when we go and talk to men. There is an as we ought to. Are you getting what I'm saying? So it says, utterances and boldness may be made known. So you can't talk to you can't talk to men who you want to convince by the power of God. With intellect. No. We can't talk to atheists with an atheist thinking. No. We talk to them by power. And power is made, it can be made available by prayer. So, what was happening in that act chapter 4 was that there was an opposition. And our response to opposition is to what? Is to pray. Oppositions will come this year. Because as we grow, it comes. 
get ready for it. It's something I'm personally getting ready in my mind. You don't be seeing, they sent you away from this place. They did this and that. Get ready. Don't shake. Don't fidget. Are you getting what I'm saying? Just go and pray. The result was that they were given to prayer. In Acts 4 verse 31, what happened? Let's go, go, go back to that Acts 4. Go back there. Look at what happened. Acts 4. It says, when, look at verse 31. When they are prayed, the place was shaking together where they assembled together and they filled with the Holy Ghost and spake the word of God with boldness. Look at what happened in verse 32. Look at the next verse. And the multitude of them that believe were in one heart and one soul. Neither any of them ought these things and possessions of the things and they all had all things in common. Look at it, verse 33. And great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and great grace was upon them all. Ah! They did not pray for the oppositions to be taken away. That was not what they prayed for. You don't pray for oppositions to be taken away. Opposition is a part of the gospel. You don't say, Lord, take away this persecution away from me. No. Rather, they did what? They prayed for boldness. And this led to the salvation of many more. So, if we must have an effective evangelism, we must be given to prayer. Nothing stops us. Let's say you know that you are going to do outreach. Let's say your outreach day is Tuesday and, and Thursday. Nothing stops you on Tuesday to just fast and pray for your outreach on Let's say your outreach is Tuesday. Nothing stops you to just fast and pray for your outreach on Monday. Nothing even stops you to fast. Nothing stops you from doing a vigil for Tuesday. Nothing stops you. Nothing. You just say, let's just pray together. Because we want to go and, you know, it's like saying we want to go and fight war. The place of prayer, if we must have an effective evangelism, we must be doing what? Giving to prayer. So we say, a place of prayer is a place where we find boldness. Have The place of prayer is also the place of direction. The place of prayer is the place where we find direction. A lot of us don't know. Evangelism is a supernatural activity. See, listen. Let me tell you the truth. Let me tell you the truth. Everybody look at me. That you walking up to somebody was supernatural. Let's use Sister NDD for example. I don't know who walked up to you. But that walking up to you was supernatural. That is why you are seated here today. It was supernatural. Are you getting what I'm saying? It was evangelism is a supernatural activity. Very supernatural. Stop thinking it is not, it is just, let me just go and talk to somebody. No. Why is the believer must take natural initiatives? 
like going where Sina are, classrooms, uh, marketplace like Walmart, all of those things, the street etc. We must, I've said this over the years, we must also be sensitive to the leading of the Spirit in the place of prayer. We must be sensitive to promptings. Go to that house. We must be in the place, and it's in, actually in the place of prayer, we will receive direction of where and when to go. I've always told you. It is in the place of prayer. You will receive direction of go to Chile. Stay on the left side. Look at let me show, let me show you an instance. Act 10. Act 10 verse 9. Look at Act 10 verse 9. Quickly, 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 quickly. Act 10 verse 9. It says, On the morrow, as they went to their journey and drew near unto the city, Peter went upon the housetop and prayed about the sixth hour. In verse 10. And he became very hungry that he would have eaten. If it is some of you, you would just say, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. But while they made ready, he fell into a trance. What was happening? Peter received leading by the revelation in the place of prayer. Peter received leading by the revelation in the place of prayer. Peter received the leading by revelation. This led to the, co- to, to, to the salvation of of Colenius and his household. In 1 Corinthians 14 verse 18, Paul said, I thank my God. I speak in tongues more than you. 1 Corinthians 14 verse 18. Look at 1 Thessalonians 3 verse 10. 1 Thessalonians 3 verse 10. I'm sure some of you have not seen this scripture before. That's why I want you to open it. 1 Thessalonians 3 verse 10. 1 Thessalonians 3 verse 10. Quickly, quickly, quickly. You should be there now. You should be there. Look at what Paul said. Look at it. He says, night and day, doing what? Exceedingly, that we might see your faith and might perfect that which is lacking in your faith. Kabaya. Prayer. How would you joke with prayer? How would you be a man of God and joke with prayer? Ah! How do you want to breed? See? Prayer is, listen to me, everybody look at me, don't write on this wall. Prayer is like breathing to the man of God. Just like you are breathing every minute, every second. That is how prayer is to you. You cannot survive without it. Ah, I cannot embark on anything I have not prayed about. I will be scared. Ah! Even the sound cloud that we join. I, see, it took me days. God, should we still stay on this thing? I mean, we should you give up. Prayer. How do you want to do ministry? How do you want to raise disciples without a prayer life? How? I wonder how you guys do it. Teach me. How do you want to ask stable men, taking note like you, without a prayer life? How? How? And I'm not talking about regular prayer chain, just one hour, 30 minutes, one hour. I'm talking about an intense staying there. Paul said, night and day. Look at what he said. Guys, read it together. Night and day, praying what? Ex- when, 
It's not an exaggeration. Exceedingly. That he will do what? He will might see your face and perfect that which is lacking. So that is, are there things lacking in the life of your disciple? Are there things? Yes, sir. How will it really be done? In prayer. Prayer will show you what to teach. Prayer will show you what to focus on. So Paul received direction on where and when to preach in the gospel part time. In Acts 16. Acts 16 verse 9. Acts 16 verse 9. Ah, how do you want to survive the ministry of Jesus without prayer? You can't be lazy. Every laziness in the place of prayer, I command it to get out of you. In the name of Jesus. Every stupid spirit of laziness that God never planted in your heart, it is taking off you now. Amen. The more you praise, the more you want to pray. Amen. Now pray for yourself now. <laughs> lift your voice. Lift your voice. The more you praise, the more you want to pray. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. You are praying for a fresh prayer life. Are you getting what I'm saying? That is what you want to pray about now. Pray for your prayer life. That your prayer life is fresh. 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 The more you praise, the more you want to pray. The more you praise, the more you want to pray. Ah! It can never... The prayer life is fresh. The prayer life is fresh. The prayer life is fresh. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Sit, be seated. Ah, how do you want to do ministry without prayer? How? Acts 16 verse 9. He says, And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. Just to the man of Macedonia. And what happened? And what happened? And prayed him, saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. You will get direction of where to go in prayer. Where exactly to meet the right person, you will get it in prayer. Stop texting and say, Pastor, should we do this? Should we do this? Go and pray. And after he has seen the vision, immediately, look at it in verse 10. After he has seen the vision, immediately we endeavor to go into Macedonia. Assuredly, guardian. I'm going to teach you this assuredly, guardian, in the leading of the Spirit's teaching. Assuredly, guardian, that the Lord has called us to preach the gospel to them. We can have encounters in the place of prayer. Go to that city. Go to that nation. Go to that county. Go to that school. Go to that place. Go to that area in your, in your ministry location. Look at Acts 18. Verse 5. Acts 18 verse 5. So prayer will give you direction. Acts 18 verse 5. 
And when Silas and Timotheus was come to Macedonia, Paul was what? Pressed in the spirit and testified that the Jews that Jesus was Christ. He was pressed in the spirit to go and preach to the Jews. At 19 verse 21, after these things were ended, Paul proposed, he, he caught it in the spirit when he had passed through Macedonia and Achaia to go to Jerusalem saying, after I've been there, I must see Rome. Paul was proposed in his spirit to go to Jerusalem. He was. Look at, at 8, Philip, at 8. At 8. At 8. Verse 26. Look at Philip. He says, And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise and go to us. Arise and go. Towards the south. And unto the way that goeth down to Jerusalem, into Gaza, which is desert. And let me tell you, he said, and he arose and went. And behold, what happened? He saw a man of Ethiopia. He saw somebody. Look at it, verse 29. Then the Spirit said to Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot. He was led. So evangelism must be deliberate. However, we can go out in prayer, in the place of prayer, specific places to go at specific times. Yes, you can be deliberate and say, we are reaching this place. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? We're just going to this place. But there are times as you pray, the Lord will lead you. God leads people's legs to men. See, I've told you before. There are a lot of hungry men who are hungry to hear what you are preaching. In your, play, in your ministry location. You just have not found them. You probably went to outreach at the right time. Some of you, the Lord told you. You knew it. The Lord told you 7 p.m. Go today. You excuse it away. Rich kid. You knew it in your spirit as you prayed that. Let's leave the house at 7 p.m. If I were you, I would have gone by 6.45 to go and stay. And they'll be waiting in the location. God says, seven. Me, I would have gone since six forty-five to go and be staying and be praying there, so that by that seven, whatever wants to happen in that seven, I'll just be praying till I enter it in prayer. You, God told you leave your house at seven. You seven ten. You are still dragging feet. So if you have had leadings like that, you treat away. Where you just feel, hmm, this five o'clock we are going. I feel like it's too early. Like, let's just calm down. Let's, let's go at seven. Not because you want to do something. Not because you are tired though. Now, that's not what I'm saying though. Because I know some of you now, you now say, I just feel. Don't go and feel stupid thing. Don't feel what you did not, what is your God did not say. <laughs> I just feel because you are tired or you want to sleep more. Isn't it? I just feel. I just feel. I just propose in my spirit too, like Paul. What propose? You know, you can just 
be led. The Lord can give you a time. The Lord can give you, go to that room. And I sense by the Spirit of God, surely those of you in RIT, that you have a knot of door knockings to do. Amen. No, it's not amen now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, hear me very well. Those of you in RIT, I sense you have a lot of door knockings to knock. A lot of hostels to knock. Where God will lead you. I sense that. A lot of rooms to go and knock. Especially those of you in RIT. Go and knock on certain rooms. You will be led on which exact one to go. I've gotten this is December. Go and do it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Let's be seated. So, evangelism must be deliberate. Evangelism must be deliberate. I see someone, I just see someone, you are going to stumble into a young preacher. When I say a young preacher, I just saw it right now. A young preacher. It's like, it's going to be like a pastor, but he's not a pastor. He's still trying and struggling to start. Let me tell you what's happening. Listen. Let me tell you what's going to happen. You are going to be led to restore him to the right doctrine. Are you getting what I'm saying? It doesn't necessarily mean he will stay in our ministry. No. He will be led to just walk with you. You will straighten his doctrine out, teach him properly, and he will go and do what God has called him to do. Does that mean say you will be able to decide when you meet him? You're able to decide and say, Oh, this is the person that pastor said. He's not going to be a disciple of our church, but we'll train him in our pattern, teach him in our pattern for at least a year or two. Then he will go and start what God has called him to do. I just saw that now. Are you getting what I'm saying? But you will yield to the leading of the spirit to catch him. He has the call, burning with it. So he must not make an error with it. Are you getting what I'm saying? I will even assist him financially. If, if you find the person, let me know. Does that make sense? We will assist him financially. We will get him settled. Go and start what God has called you to do. It, will, it might even be on your campus. Don't be scared. Don't be wondering, ah, why is another ministry operating a campus? Do another thing. No, God wants the AOS to be filled. Don't have that complex. Are you getting what I'm saying? Don't have that devilish competition mindset. God wants the OET to be filled with his glory. Does that make sense? So, evangelism must be, must be deliberate. It must. So, we can find out in the place of prayer specific places to go at specific times. Specific places. Specific places. Specific places. Specific places. Moshe Sasabara. And the Brato Soprakaskala. Manta Saka. Zeske Pelebrata Suska. Zephrikos Koporo Roto Josko. Mante Kelede Bradusa Prakaskala Brakata Dices. Rekekekelekes Kelerokos Kolo Rokos Kolo. Rada Dada Likutu Suprekeskele. You know? Hallelujah. 
specific places can be, I just saw this, that you will take an avenue to go and meet your disciple in his hostel deliberately. And that going to his hostel is not is to follow up on him, but not necessarily that, but to reach out to all our people in the room. Are you seeing it? You will just take that initiative, that specific place. I just saw that. Some of you entering rooms for it, in your disciples' room, and from that disciples' room, you are intentionally trying to reach out to everybody in that room so that they don't be an influence, a bad influence to that person. Specific places. Are you getting what I'm saying? And you would have been prayed up. The God of Israel is with you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Let's be seated. So evangelism must be deliberate. It must. But we can. We say we pray to find boldness, right? We can pray to find direction. Lord, should we go in this place? Lord, where should we go today? What class should we enter? What streets should we pass? You know, if you are going for evangelism tomorrow, you could have started praying about things in Saturday. Are you getting what I'm saying? Preparing your heart for that day. Because you know that that day is specific. It's, 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 it's the day to do something. So, and, and the heart of men will open. I see open doors and open hearts. The heart of men are opening to you. The heart of men are opening up to you. The heart of men are opening up to you. The houses of men are opening up. Hostels are opening up. Friends are opening up. For the harvest is here, says the Lord. And there will be increase and multiplications in the work that you are doing. Increase and multiplications in the work that you are doing. Yeah, increase and multiplications in the work that you are doing. Such that there will be that thornings, here and there, thornings. You move in the right, you see the harvest. You move in the left, you see the harvest. You move front, you see the harvest. You look back, you see. There will be that influx of men such that you will be so busy. 
Oh yeah. We can call 2023 godly busy. Godly busy for an harvest. Godly busy with the lives of men. Oh yeah, it's going to affect so many things in the natural. But you are going to be smarter. Ah yeah, he, he has given you the wisdom on how to handle the natural. On how to handle your affairs in the natural. Such that those, those, those affairs in the natural are not, are not affecting or, or distracting you. But it's a godly busy. Yeah, godly busy. Godly busy. Busy with the lives of men. And yeah, the jobs will come. Amen. Oh yeah, the, the, the jobs. The jobs that we afford you. Quality time for that work. And good pay will come. Amen. Opportunities will arise. And you will take them. Because they will further advance the cause of the gospel. Ah yeah. It's a godly busy. Godly busy for, 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 for an harvest of men. Always, always learn to put impressions down. Look at, look, the, here's the instruction of the Spirit of the Lord that's touching this harvest. Put instructions down. Put instructions down. Put impressions down. You wake up suddenly with a location in your heart. Don't go back to sleep immediately without putting it down because you're going to forget. You are going to. You are going to. So put it down. Put it down. Put it down. Put it down. Don't be super lazy that you will go back to sleep without jotting those impressions down. Quickly put it down. Put it down. Be smart about it. If you have to record it down, do it. Put impressions down. You will be in your classroom and the impression will just drop. Put it down. It's going to matter. It's going to guide your wild harvest. Impression about, oh, do this to that your disciple. Put it down. Impression of, oh, go to that place the next time. Put it down. It will just be a restaurant you will enter. And the Lord will tell you, go back there again. Put it down. And obey the law. Obey the law. Stream pockets of men will come up in these coming days. And you'll be wondering, I've been in this location for a long time. And how come I've never seen these faces before? Where are these faces springing up from? Oh no. It's not that they are springing up new. They've always been around. But their steps were only orchestrated at the right time with you. So right timings will matter in these days. Right timings will matter. Right timings will matter. Right, right timings. Timings such as saying, what time are we going to go in the day? Some of you will have to cut your class short because the Lord will tell you to leave at 4 p.m. And that's the time you have certain things to do. The Lord will just say 4 p.m. And you just have to beg your professor and say, please, I have an emergency to go to. And you will have to respond to the Lord. <laughs> I'm sorry, but... When the Lord calls for something, he doesn't check your schedule. No, he doesn't. You are the one that think about it that way. You just have to obey. You just have to obey. You just have to obey. I, I perceive in my heart that 
many of us might lose the harvest if we don't obey. Ha! 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 I perceive. I perceive that. I perceive it. I perceive that. <laughs> why, are we, why are we not going to obey? Why? Why are you not going to obey God? Why won't you? Why won't you cut off your job just for one? For the soul, why? <laughs> why? 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 Why are you trying to procrastinate it? Why are you trying to procrastinate it? The Lord will tell you, text somebody at this specific time. You are saying you will wait. Why? Why? God wants his work done in a hurry. Why? Why? He could tell you. Get on that phone call with that brother now. Why are you going to delay? Why are you delaying it? Some of you really don't have anything to do. You know, yeah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this further life. Thank you. Some of you, you can actually take an excuse. But you will logically think it in your mind and say, no, I'm not taking an excuse. I'm not taking an excuse. Uh, no, no, no. Some of you, you know your professor is that linear. Why do you think the Lord gave you that professor? Why? Some of you can naturally take an excuse. That's what the Spirit of God is saying. That you could take an excuse just to obey. It's not going to be all the time. It's just going to be that once. That twice. And you could actually take that excuse. And it's not as if there's anything going on that period. Anything really serious or busy going on. You could take that excuse for that soul. You can. You can. You can. Brethren, let's pray. Let's pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's pray that our heart is yielding to God. Our heart is not rebellious and disobedient. Ah, 
The harvest will come in obedience. Yeah. It will come in obedience. Obedience to his voice. Obedience to his leadings. Obedience to his directions. The Lord will give you directive on how to undo the online people. He will give you instructions on what to do. Obey him. Obey him. Obey him. Obey him. Obey him. Say, Lord, I obey. Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus. That this wild harvest you promise us, we will not be careless. In the name of Jesus. We will not be careless. In the name of Jesus. Pray again for yourself. Pray for your life, pray for your ministry.
Hallelujah. Let's be seated. Praise God. So we say that evangelism must be deliberate. And the Lord can lead us to specific places. Right? We say we can find boldness in evangelism. Right? We can find um, directions. Right? Also, so please be obedient. Right? Be obedient. Follow God's leading. Are you getting what I'm saying? Some of you, God is already leading you to do certain things and you're arguing. How do I do this? Why should I do it? Just obey. Some of you already caught a direction. I just got this just now. Some of you already got a direction. Let this go now. Let this go. So that you can have time for this. And you are struggling with it. Obey now. That is where it starts from. Just obey God. Stop wrestling with it. As I just said it now, you are thinking to yourself, how oh, why did the pastor have to mention this? Stop, stop having, stop having a problem. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? After this meeting, all of you, your assignment for the week is cost of the course. Are you getting what I'm saying? Due Thursday, level 59. Cost of the course. Submit it in your set groups. Cost of the course. Go and listen again. Does that make sense? All right. Let's see if we can finish this. Oh, God, Jesus. Let's see if we can finish this. So prayer makes power available also to you, the sick. James 5 verse 16. James 5 verse 16. Let's go there. We study, what are we studying? The power, the role of prayer in what? In evangelism. So obey, right? Say I obey. I obey. My heart is not difficult. My heart is not difficult. You know, don't want to have that difficult or stubborn that God cannot talk to. God cannot work with people that are difficult. Is I told you in glory meeting, he's going to lead you every step of the way. Well, listen to what we taught in glory meeting again. He's going to lead you. My heart is not difficult. My heart is not rebellious. The voice of a stranger, I will not follow. James 5 verse 16. Prayer makes power available to you, the sick. It does. It does make power available to you, the sick. It does. You know, a disobedient, a disobedient art is, is, is like saying, it's like saying like, it's like, it's like saying you want to do your own will. The day you got born again, you, the, 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 God has taken over the wheels of your life. Are you getting what I'm saying? Allow Him lead you and guide you in all the way. Allow Him. Prayer make power available to you, the sick. I'm trying to finish this. Alright. It says... Look at in verse, James 5 verse 16. It says, The effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man does what? Availeth much. 
Jesus prayed and power was made available to you this week. How do you want to demonstrate the miraculous without prayer? How? Look at Luke 5 verse 16. Go there. Luke 5 16. Luke 5 verse 16. And he withdrew himself into the wilderness and did what? And prayed. In verse 17 it says, It came to pass on the certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by, and there came out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem, and the power of God was present to you. It says, The power of God was present to you. So, why? See, let me tell you. Healing is not the message, but it creates attraction and audience for the message. I'll say it again. Healing is not the message, but it creates attraction and audience for the message. It creates attraction and audience for the message. Men are hoping to hear you with power. How do you want to preach the gospel without power? Tell me. How? We are supernatural people. We are power people. Are you getting what I'm saying? We are power people. Because we rely on the backing of the Holy Ghost and prayer. So prayer will make power available. Look at Hat theory. Look at what happened. Hat theory. Verse 1. Now Peter and John went up together at the temple in the ninth hour, in the hour of prayer being the ninth hour. And a certain lame man from his mother who was carried unto was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask for arms of them that entered into the temple, who seen Peter and John about to go into the temple and arms. And Peter fastening his eyes upon him and said, with John and said, Look on us. And they did give it unto them, expecting, and he did give it into them, expecting to receive something to them. And Peter said, Silver and good I have none, but such as I have in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And they took him by the right hand. And lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered into the temple, and entered in with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And the people saw him walking and praising God, and they knew that it was he was he that sat for house at the beautiful gate with temple of the temple, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which happened to the man. In verse, look at what now happened. In verse eleven, as the lay. And as the lame man which was healed, Air Peter and John, all the people ran together. What happened? Unto them on the porch of Solomon saying, greatly wondering. And Peter saw it and answered unto them, saying, Ye men of Israel, he just started preaching. He creates an attention. Peter just started preaching. He created Peter, Peter and John healing of lame man led to five thousand men's salvation. <laughs> The, look at in Acts 4 verse 4. Look at what happened in Acts 4 verse 4. Acts 4 verse 4. Look at what happened. It says, How be it many of them which heard the word believe? And the number of men was about 5,000. Ah! Healing the sick is part and parcel of reaching the lost too. Are you hearing me? Be ready to demonstrate the power of God at every time. And that's where boldness comes from. That's why you would have prayed for boldness. Because if you are bold, you will not be intimidated by sickness. 
Are you getting what I'm saying? How many of you know that some, when you pray, sometimes you are, even, you are the one looking for the sick. But the days you are just, uh, when you see this, you don't say, sorry, sorry. Just, just let me assist you to walk. That's, no. Healing the sick is part and parcel of reaching the lost. When Jesus sent his disciples to preach the four gospels, he gave them as instruction to heal the sick. Matthew 10, verse 7. Go there. Matthew 10, verse 7. Matthew 10, verse 7. Matthew 10, verse 7. Look at what he told them. Matthew 10, verse 7. Matthew 10, verse 7. It says, and, it's, and as ye go, preach, saying, the kingdom of heaven is what? Is at hand. In verse 18, that's heal the sick. Do what? Cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons, cast out devils. Freely ye have received, freely give. Aja. You cannot preach. So just imagine you entered into that person's room and you started with a word of knowledge. Whose person's name is this? You call a detail of his family that he has never shared before in his room. That's power. Or probably it's your room, the, the roommate of your disciple is sick. You go and heal the person. They will respect all the everybody will be born again. Everybody. Healing the sick is part and parcel of the gospel we preach. You must be opened to power. And this year, the Lord told us it's a wild demonstration of the power of God. So that shows, as you preach, evident signs and wonders will follow. Evident. Power of God. Power. But you will bet it in prayer. You will bet it in prayer. You will first demonstrate it in prayer. And go and demonstrate it physically. Power. So when you are going out to preach, when you are going for power outreach this year, you have locked your yourself off in the room of prayer. As you are going, you, you, your eyes is red hot. You are bold. You are confronting the works of darkness. You are casting out demons. You are healing the sick, popping deaf ears open, opening blind eye. We are going to see strange manifestations this year. It's not a man. I'm telling you the truth. It's going to happen. But you will pray. Prayer brings the result. Because the power to heal is resident in the believer. But it is made available through prayer. It is made available through prayer. How do you want to preach? How do you want to preach without power? How? How? How do you want to preach the gospel without power? I can't even do it. Power. Pray for the sick. Be hungry for it. Miraculous signs and wonders. Wild demonstrations of the spirit and power. But you will make that power available. How? The power is resident in the believer. It's only made available through prayer. So how do you pray for the unsaved? How do you pray for the unsaved? We have the materials there. You can 
probably lay your hands on that one but let me let me just touch on it a bit how do you pray for the unsaved the reason your saved man has not been received the gospel is because he has no head in romans 10 verse 8 to 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 to, to 15 it says how shall they hear yeah how shall they hear um yeah, without a preacher and all of those things romans 8 verse 10 to 15 now the followings are instances that can happen when your save is within your reach. Maybe you have identified that the man that is unsaved, he has not been reached and all of those things and is within the area you are. The reason where there is no preacher to preach and the reason is that there is no preacher to preach the message. Therefore, if an unsaved man is within my reach, that is my office, my school, my locality, my phone contact, I am the preacher that he sends to them. So the focus of my prayer will be, it's just like some of you that want to go and talk to your siblings. Don't just go and shout. No. The focus of your prayer should be that you pray for utterances and boldness to declare the gospel freely. Ephesians 6 verse 18 to 20. Ephesians 6 18 to 20. Colossians 4 3 to 4. Acts 4 29. Are you getting me? That's your prayer point. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Those of you that want to go and talk to your roommates, it's not by, oh yeah, let's do fellowship. No. You are the one, you are, remember we said it yesterday, we said, a wild harvest, this, they are sick, right? They need a physician. You are the one sent to cure them. How do you cure them? When they are within your reach, when they are within your area, when they are within where you are, you are the one sent. So you will pray the Pauline prayer of the Ephesians 6. So now, I'm teaching you how to pray. In Ephesians 6 verse 18 to 20, Colossians 4 verse 3 to 4, Acts 4 verse 29. Are you getting what I'm saying? Ephesians 6 18 to 20, Colossians 4 verse 3 to 4, Acts 4 verse 29. You will pray for boldness to declare the gospel freely. Utterance and boldness. Are you getting what I'm saying? So when you are now speaking, they are hearing you like they are hearing God. Does it make sense? Ephesians 6, 18, Ephesians 6, 18 to 20, Colossians 4, verse 3 to 4, uh, Acts 4, verse 29. You are praying for boldness and utterance. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? So before you have those conversations, you must have done with you. Boldness and utterance. You will have prayed. Then you go and talk. Even if it is an unstable disciple who was not stable before. Are you getting what I'm saying? And, you are, and, and the person grants you audience. To come and see the person, what will you do? Oh, chance of boldness. Are you getting it now? Are you seeing it now? To go and minister to this person. Something will change. God answers prayer. He says, this is the confidence that we have in him. 1 John 5 verse 14. That when we call on him, he will ask us. So, when, what of when the unsaved is beyond my reach? That, and this happens when the person is not within your location. If the, if the person you are praying for and trusting God for is not within your location, is not within your phone contact, is not within your reach, is not, is just far, is just far wide, what do you do? You pray for ministers of the gospel to be sent to him. Romans 10 verse 40 to 15, it says, How shall they call on him, on whom they've not believed? How shall they believe in him whom they've not heard? How shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? Matthew 9 verse 38, pray ye the Lord of the harvest that he will send for laborers into his harvest. 
So I can pray that believers, for the believers that are present in that location. So let's say I'm praying for people in Afghanistan now to be reached. You know, you probably don't know a contact. Or probably you have a friend here that you have lost his contact and everything. And you're just trusting God. Are you getting what I'm saying? How do you pray for that kind of person? You will pray that the believers in that place will, in that location, that they have utterance and gospel to declare the gospel to, they, they will reach him. That they have utterances and boldness to declare the gospel as they ought to. That the laborers are sent forth, that, the, that as they reach out, the laborers are sent forth into the harvest. Act 4 verse 29. And Lord, Lord, and now Lord, behold thy this. grant unto thy servant boldness that they might preach their word. Ephesians 6 verse 18. To 19, the same thing. You will pray for them that they are being reached. Does it make sense? So we, we, we address two things. How do you pray for the unsaved man, right? You, it is you that we... It's not, Father Lord, let them be saved. Father Lord, let them be saved. Father Lord, let them receive salvation. That is wrong prayer. That's not scriptural prayer. Are you getting what I'm saying? Scriptural prayer is that you are the one that we will reach them. So you will pray for all chance and boldness to declare the gospel freely to them. Does that make sense? That's scriptural prayer. If they are now beyond your reach, you will pray for ministers of the gospel to be sent to them. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send for liberacy to the harvest. And you will now pray for the ministers that they have boldness and all chance. You will be praying for the ministers in that city so that they reach him. That is how, because God cannot come down. This is not Saul of Tarsus. <laughs> Oh yeah, receive the gospel. <laughs> In Jamaica, it, take the gospel now. Take it. <laughs> that's that's not the gospel. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting? What it is you that will do it. Are you seeing it? Are you getting it now? So are you seeing the difference? If it is the person you can reach, the person is within your code ID, is within your little it's on your contact list, it's on your friend, you can easily call him. You can have a Zoom meeting with him. Just pray for all chance and boldness. Even if he has a say we are backsliding before. And you want to reach out and say, just give me 30 minutes. Just just talk. Pray for all chance and boldness before that 30 minutes. While light alive, you will hear you and hear God. Are you seeing that to pray now? Because let me tell you what knowledge does. Knowledge makes our practice effective. When we know how to, when we know the word of God effectively, it makes us see proper results. That's what knowledge does. So if the person is beyond your, so now that's your roommate, that's your contact. That, why am I saying roommate? Maybe almost of you have roommate that don't have believed the gospel. Maybe. I've just been saying roommate, roommate, roommate. <laughs> that's your roommate. Ah. That's your roommate, that's your family mate, that's your friend, that's your classmate, that's your person or your contact. Who is to reach the person? Who is to reach the person? And how will you do it? That's even your sibling. Who is to reach the person? How will you do it? Or trust and boldness. To be made known that as I open my mouth to speak, I will speak the word as I ought to. There is an as we ought to. There is something they have to hear. Ah! What did you hear that you got born again? If they have told you you were born again to their city, what do you think happened? Are you getting what I'm saying? I heard Holy Shena and I'm doing ministry today. That's all. <laughs> do you know the meaning of Holy Shena? Holy Shena in Yoruba means you can do it. That's all. And that's why I'm in the ministry today. 
I heard Soji and I heard God. As simple as that statement is, <laughs> that's what changed my life. You know, you have told so many people you can do it, you can do it. But now you can do it is why I'm in the ministry today. There is an as we ought to in the gospel. He says, pray for us that we may minister the word as we ought to. Ah! So that shows we might wish to speak the gospel the way we want to, but as God wants us to speak it. You will just open your mouth, you will not know what you are saying. You just be talking. You don't be like, ah, ah, wow. Person will just say, wow. Person will just be in tears. I've never heard this before. Hey, you know, Moni, she be this what I told you last week. You preach to somebody before. You like, is this the same thing I said now? What do you think about prayer? Prayer is how we change things. Are you hearing what I'm saying, guys? Are you hearing what I'm saying? So I believe you are going to see more results, right? Because you will pray. You will pray. You will pray. You will pray. Tell your neighbor, say you will pray. You will pray. You will pray. Ah, you will pray. Ah, you will pray. I told you, prayer is like breathing. My pastor used to say, God trusts the man that prays more than the man who knows the word. He said, but a man who knows the word will be praying. He's not just, see, let me tell you. We can come and quote Greek and Hebrew. Eh? And just say, do you know Greek word is this, this or that, the Hebrew word is this. And you'll be wowed. But see, an atheist will not hear it and be blessed. That is not what I want in my ministry. I want every sermon that I preach, you hear it like this, you catch power. You, you catch fire. Ah! Every sermon must be better in prayer. Before I come to preach, I have prayed. God. That's why sometimes... You can go and hear 20, you can go and hear one message that I preached maybe like five years ago. He's still speaking to you today. What do you think happened? Prayer. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You'll be hearing it, you'll be wondering, how, why are they addressing my life? When did they teach this? Prayer. Ah. I believe, I know, I believe God. You are going to see results because you will pray. Utterance and boldness. Ephesians 6, 18 to 20. Colossians 4, 3 and 4. Without also praying for us that God will open to us the door of utterance. There is a door that needs to be opened. Ah, let's pray it. Ah, the door of utterance. Pray for your ministry. Pray for your ministry. Pray for your ministry. Door of utterance. 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 Ah! Akaparaka soparaka skala. Eporoto soparaka tilaka. Ekeleparoto to palaka tika. Ikutu sukata lakata la brako to poko to teke. Ekelebratu suketele broko to. Il ne gède pas contre la qui a parti la coco de la kataka. A putu tutu keke de kataka. The door of Atlas is broken. 
the door of utterance is open to my ministry. Akaliata parata katakwata iki tiki 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 Hallelujah. Let's be seated. The door of utterance is open. Lastly, as we end this session, we pray for deliverance and preservation for wicked and unreasonable men. At 12, the church prayed for preservation of Peter. I think I taught prayer in the series Fighting the War. Did I? You should listen to that. At 12. It says, down, about that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hands to verse 13 of the church. And he killed James, the brother of John, with his sword. And because he saw it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also. Then there were the days of the Olivi brain, and there he apprehended him, and put him in prison, and delivered him to the four quaternions of soldiers to keep him, intending that after Easter to bring him forth to the people. Peter therefore was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. But when Herod would have brought him forth the same night, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and the keepers before the door kept the prison. In verse 7, And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him, and a light shined in the prison, and he smote Peter on the side raised him up saying arise hope quickly and the chains fell off from his hand and the angel said guard thyself bind on the sandals and he did and he said unto him cast the garments about thee and follow me and he went out and followed him and wist not that it was true 
which was done by the angel, but he thought it was a vision. But look at something. The church was praying. They were praying. They were praying. And that was what happened. That was what happened. Because Peter came, Peter came to the house. He was reading verse 12. He says, when he considered this thing, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose son name was Mark, where many were gathered together doing what? Praying for him. In 2 Thessalonians 3, verse 1 to 2, he says, Finally, brethren, pray for us. So you pray for ministers of the gospel, that they are delivered. He says, For the word of God may have a free course, and that they may be, and be glorified even as it is with you, and they may deliver for wicked or unreasonable men. So the word of God, we have a free course if ministers are kept safe. So you cannot, you must pray for your pastor, must be a priority. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, Praying for your pastor must be number one. It must be a priority. Because if your pastors are kept safe, the word of the Lord will have free course. So prayer, and prayer must be heartfelt. Prayer must be passionate. Prayer must be love-driven. And it's to the end that wish men are saved. James 5 verse 16, in the Amplified Version it says, the earnest heartfelt prayer of the righteous man availeth power, make it tremendous power available, and is dynamic in his working. So, men and brethren, in these few words that I've told you, you have seen the role of prayer in evangelism. And we cannot go wrong in praying. Prayer will give us boldness, prayer will give us direction. You seen it? Right? Prayer will give us what again? It will give us what? It will make power available to you, the sick. Right? And it will help us to reach the unsaved, right? And we reach the saved. The people that are within our reach and the people that are not within our reach, right? And prayer will help us. We also pray for the free cause of the gospel that we are delivered from wicked and unreasonable men, Abby. Preservation of ministers of the gospel, right? That is how we pray for evangelism in evangelism. The role of prayer in evangelism. We are praying for our outreaches from now. For, we want to pray. I want to also pray for all our outreaches. Go to your ministry locations, partners, and let's pray. I want us to pray for all the outreaches we are going to do. Supernatural directions. We are led by the Spirit. We are praying for, we are praying for, I want you to get into your locations. We are, get, we are praying for supernatural directions, praying for clarities, praying for intensities, praying for increase. We are praying for, we are making power available in that location. Are you getting what I'm saying? Power available to you, the sick. Supernatural orchestrations by the Holy Ghost. Are you getting what I'm saying? Join them. Supernatural orchestrations by the Holy Ghost. We are praying. Circle yourself and pray. Circle yourself and hold hands. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. Hallelujah. Hear what I'm saying? I want you to pray. We are praying for ourselves. All chances and boldness. We are making power available for the ones, for the unreached men or the reached man in that place or the people that are within our locality. We are praying for all churches and boldness. 
fireful outreaches in our locations, the power of darkness will be subdued. Are you hearing me? They will give way. I taught you in fighting the war. There are principalities and powers in that place, too, but they will give way for your ministry. Are you getting what I'm saying? We are praying. Prayer is the way to do it. Lift your voice and let's pray. 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 